The pals are back. My name is George Boutsalis. And I'm Ricky Liordi. And this episode, we had headliner Bobby Love. Bobby Love. In the studio. AKA producer DJ Beauty. No, in all seriousness, Bobby was awesome. We chatted about his music career, some of his favorite shows, his trip to Europe, and one of the best shows he's ever been to. So uh, take a listen, subscribe, leave us a review, and Georgie. Also check out Bobby's music, at Bobby Love, and Bobby Love on Spotify and iTunes. But your question? LFG. Let's go. Big episode today. Yeah. <laughs> Big episode. This is definitely the biggest physical guest we've had in here. Bobby, how tall are you, man? I'm uh, six four. Jesus Christ! Like you were like seven feet walking through that door. Yeah. It's funny. This is the first guest that we know, but we don't really know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Bobby. No, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know what you looked like when you. That's why when you walked in, I was like, oh, that's Bobby Love. That's hilarious. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like I follow you on Instagram, but I like I don't see many pictures and stuff. I guess I, I saw some of the um, the live stream with Ryan this past weekend. Yeah. On the boat. Yeah, that was so, super fun. So, do you guys re- pre-record that? Yeah. So we did it about two and a half weeks ago, something okay. like that, and we got asked to play it actually separately on the same boat, oh. and then we were like, we might as well, we might do, as well it do it together. together yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It was how'd that come about come about they just randomly messaged us on instagram they just were like we're we have a boat and we have djs on it are you guys down we were gonna do it on uh canada day and then i guess there was like a double booking or something but oh it's sick that's crazy so they just set up dj equipment on this boat yeah on the back of the boat and (laughs) it was wild dude it was like a one a night to a day and night to remember for sure. had a long one eh? a 24 hour bender it was it was a long one (laughs) yeah is that the craziest place that you like the craziest location you've played ever probably laissez-faire probably up there yeah Yeah. well yeah laissez-faire gets pretty wild too but yeah that was definitely one for the books man it was uh yeah it was long how how long of a set would you play? Like you're talking about set or just the whole like event like went for a while? Yeah, like we well we I guess we streamed or recorded for like six hours back to back, and then wow. we went probably for like eight or nine. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, and well, then that's a good marathon set. It continued the party at least continued till heck yeah. <laughs> Ungodly hour. <laughs> well, Bobby, what, I, guess, I just want to ask on that note. What was the vibe? Was it like the, your style, like the disco style? Was it more like some groovy house, like what, or a little bit of everything? Yeah, like it was a little bit of kind of both, I guess. You know, Ryan's stuff that's a little bit more high energy, yeah. and then I tried to mix in my discoy stuff, and then we just went all over. The place, <laughs> all Took him on a journey. Eh? Oh yeah, <laughs> totally, dude. Yeah, it was so, all over. First off, what's your real name? Bobby. Bobby, well, no, yeah, I heard I Bobby, but that. not Bobby Love. Bobby Walkup is okay. Name. I was gonna say because yeah. where'd you come up, Bobby Love? It's uh, personally, I think it's the sickest name. Thank you. Yeah, I, like, I absolutely love it. Like, <laughs> it's really good. Bobby Love just rolls off your tongue. It sounds like <laughs> sick, groovy. You didn't know Rick's got a bromance with you. Yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah, Rick's, been a, yeah. Rick's <laughs> been a big fan for a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I not kidding. The one Sunday I went to Lazy Fair twice. I think you played both of them actually. But the first time I went, I said I was gonna have like one or two drinks, casually go say hi to some friends. That doesn't happen. And I think the rap. The Raptors were playing, I, I, I think it was maybe early January, and I went in just, again, not kidding, I said I was having a couple of drinks, I got there, I was like, all right, just, all right sat down, had, had some more drinks, and then I was like, man, this is groovy, like, yeah, I'm bro. feeling this. Yeah. I literally messaged all the boys, I'm like, boys, you guys gotta come right now, like, we're having a ball. Well, you're like, you're like yeah. I think you said, like, next week, like, next party, we're going, we're going 100%, 100%. Table, blah, blah. yeah. Yeah. So, Where'd you start? Like, I t- So, yeah, the name was actually just a friend of mine in university would just call me that. Every time I'd walk into a room, he'd go, Bobby Love, every time. <laughs> oh and I was just like, I was making music under a different name and a different style. And then I just decided with, you know, the change of sound and everything. I was like, that's too good. I got to use it. Yeah, so great. great. And ironically enough, no one has really ever gone by that name. Yeah, you have the Instagram too, right? Yeah, it's nuts. That's so crazy. But there was this story on um, 
people of New York or something, that Instagram? Have you heard about yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a whole story about a guy named Bobby Love, and it's yeah. definitely read it. It's kind of like... Is it kind of like too... Like, I mean, we can talk intense. about anything it's, on here. No, but it's it long. Like, so it's basically this guy who he... Long story short, I don't know. I gotta, how am I going to word this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really excited so to hear this story this, now. This guy and this woman, woman are married. They're like in their 70s. This lady is just kind of doing the dishes in her kitchen out of nowhere. And then out of the blue, cops barge in, rush into the bedroom, and arrest her husband. They've been married for 30 years. There hasn't been any problem at all. And she's completely confused. The cops are like, do you know who this man is? He's a fugitive. He's a criminal. Blah, 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 blah. And they go into the backstory. So his fake name was, or either his fake name or his real name, I can't really remember, was Bobby Love. But he was a guy who fled jail, escaped jail, changed his name legally, and managed to meet this woman, change his life out of the criminal life. And they're making it into a movie now. It's pretty good. That's insane. Yeah, it's wild. So needless to say, I'm like, I got to trademark that shit. (laughs) Yeah, big time. (laughs) The movie's going to come out. You're going to get a million followers. That is so crazy. Yeah, it's it's wild. So it's like a 10-part series on their Instagram. I definitely... Check I'm about to check that. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Good. Yeah, dude, it's wild. That is sick. So jumping back to you said at university, came up with this name. Where did you go to university? And is that I literally asked? my next question. We're like we're, we're simpatical here, bro. We're, we're on. Where, where did you go to university? And like, how did you kind of? Uh, I went to Western. So I went oh. to Western for what? yeah. What year did you graduate? Uh, I didn't graduate. I oh, what year did you go there? Yeah. Uh, I went. Fuck. Kind of hard. Can I swear? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. <laughs> I was just making sure. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I guess it was 2013. That was a long time ago. Fuck. The reason we're asking, we both we yeah. went to Western from 08 to 2012. Uh, so we I think just missed each other. Yeah, I would have started in probably 2012 or 2013. Wow, okay. just missed each yeah, other. Yeah. Did, you, did you DJ out there as well? Uh, I did, but just not really at their clubs. Just like More house parties and stuff? Yeah, more house parties. And, and that's how you got into it? Yeah, like I was doing it in, in high school with... Uh, my brother who kind of got me into it and producing and stuff. And then you from the city or I'm from Mississauga. Mississauga. Oh. Yeah. What school did you go to? Port Credit. Oh, I live, I grew up in Port Credit. Well, I grew up, did I went to really? Loyola. Uh-huh. Uh, and then like the last, when I actually went to university, my parents moved to Port Credit area. So I kind of like partially grew up in that area. It's crazy that we haven't met. The kids are yeah. grew up yeah, pretty close wild, to you. Dude. We yeah. all went to Western. Do you know, you know, Neil Wong. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I know kind of like a few guys he knows in that area. Mm. I didn't obviously, I didn't go through high school there. So I don't know too many people in that, in that hood, but everyone in Toronto is like one degree of separation. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. 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 You just even talking about like Neil Wong, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. but also a lot of people know Neil too. That's true. Shout out Neil. Shout out Neil, Shout out Neil well, Ryan Shepard too. Like. Yeah, shout out Ryan. <laughs> shout out Ryan. We gotta get Ryan back on in studio. No, we said once because we he we know about his Hello Sunday parties, right? And we yeah. said like again, great what he's doing with those. We're gonna do one before when he's recording one in a, a venue and like they're gonna have yeah, an actual yeah, party yeah. for it because now venues are opening up, especially inside too, right? So yeah. we gotta do like a Hello Sunday disco brunch Ex-Pals party podcast. or something yeah we'll do pal's podcast in the beginning that's yeah. definitely the play I yeah. think that we're gonna try and do yeah, yeah for sure they've yeah. already got a plan yeah well, i know me i don't really know where yet yeah me know? and adrian simon <laughs> kind of undecided right now yeah. in this weird world but me and adrian simon yeah. we're thinking about throwing um a brunch party maybe at like daisy or something so if we do there we go. Yeah, back man, back. Hello, so Eight hour set. Hell yeah. Buddy, I'll jump I'll jump in there. <laughs> the so Georgie used to DJ actually. How did you? Yeah, yeah Western. Yeah. Nice. Um, by the name of Givon B. Don't even ask me how it came about. Um I feel like I actually heard that. Before. So I played yeah. I used to be the resident at Cobra London. Oh shit. So I was the Weird. resident there. Was it third or fourth year? Uh, it would have been our fourth year, so 2011 to 2012. Yeah, so I was a resident on Friday nights. Oh, nice. Uh, so Thursday nights, you know, Ollie Shanks. Yeah, of course. So Thursday nights was Ollie's party, I no, think. No, Ollie's was last on Friday. Thursday was premiere. Oh, right, right. That's right. Sorry, I thought so I Mark Russell too. and uh, oh, what was Derek and Derek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we did Fridays. I got the residency there. I played mostly there. Like I played like London Music Hall for open up for some of the shows there. Nice. Uh, like block party occasionally, and I think that was really it. I didn't play too many other venues, house some house parties. I like definitely that. remember hearing you know, yeah. back in the day though. Legend, that, but Damn, I would just be, sick. be a raver at the time. I wouldn't be yeah. playing. <laughs> wow, Honestly, disco music was, would have been too ahead. Disco yeah, house. There you go. Yeah. Was did it anybody, a thing? Did anybody play disco back when we were there? No. no. Like no. like it existed. It's just it's always kind it's of like been the small tent thing. outside yeah. of the main stage or something. It's like it's like more like in the I guess. 
it's bigger in like French and like French scene and like Europe and stuff yeah, like that. Totally, yeah. yeah. Wow. Ha- especially in the islands, right? Like Mykonos disco houses. It's more thing. like Ibiza. Yeah, but it's yeah. more like the That's central pay, like goal. France. I gotta go there after That's this shit's over, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> have you been? The- no, I never have. You never been to Ibiza. I've never been to Ibiza. Oh. I've never been like to Mykonos or anything. I kind of yeah. told myself, if I'm going, I'm going to play. Yeah. But good, then that's good. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe after this, I'm just like, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> just go, man. Ibiza, yeah. honestly, it is fun. Like the first time I, I remember, I didn't go for a long time. Like first time I went, I don't even know. It was after university, after my whole like DJ thing. Yeah. I was like, I didn't want to go for a while because back then it seemed kind of overplayed. Everyone's like going to see these DJs, and I was like, what's the hype? You're gonna go to a bunch of like raves. Mm-hmm. But then I went, and like the vibe there, honestly, as a DJ, you can appreciate it because it's very about the music there. Totally, it's, yeah. it's not really about just going to party and everything. Like no. people really go to see the DJs play. So yeah, it's. A, it's I've a been to uh, Barcelona before, and I went to Elro there, the club there. <sighs> If you've heard about those parties, they're Elro, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like a circus, <laughs> we, man. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. fucking mad. Like, That's one of like, one of the best parties in Ibiza. They like, got to bring one of those here. Like they did, uh, Montreal. Mont- oh yeah, true. Yeah. Word, did you yeah. go? No, I did Rufus mm-hmm. in Montreal. Was it? I don't know, but Elro is one of the best parties. Like so, it started. Oh, I think amazing. at Amnesia where we went. And it's like the like one night of it's the week. It's literally a circus party. Yeah, it's like one night is named Elro at Amnesia. All day, yeah. It's it's wild. Confetti every third. Yeah, song. I guess it's all, it's all <laughs> night, right? Like starts at, I guess nine and goes till nine. Till whatever, yeah. Yeah, man, nuts. Yeah. yeah. How did you get into like to uh, disco hell? Like, how did that become kind of your vibe? Man, like. I don't know if you guys have heard my stuff that I've released. It's definitely not really disco house. It's kind of more mellow electronic shit. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just have played a bunch of buddies and me. We throw parties at like Geary and stuff like Wait, that. Wait, where's Geary? Why do I know that? The street. It's a little bit more, uh, you know, off the grid kind of thing. <laughs> so I'm like not going to say that. the address exactly. <laughs> okay. But uh, okay. yeah, place like that. So. We book artists from like Berlin and stuff like that. And I wow. just, over the years, I've just, I guess, had a ear for it and collected all the tunes. And then yeah. my, uh, a friend of mine that worked at Laissez Faire was telling me about they wanted to do this party. And I was like, I'm your dude. Like, let, <laughs> let me do it. And man, then you are Bobby loves dude. your dude. You are their dude, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, I guess, you know, John C as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah John. So I used to be in nightlife industry years ago but me and john c used to do some parties together too and he used to do this party and it's probably one of the most arguably one of the like most infamous parties in the city at strange love fridays so strange love used to yeah i played that a couple times back in the day so it's yeah yeah, back in the day i think it closed down in oh i don't even strange love was 69 bathers right no, no, Strange Love oh, used Strange to be on, college, college on, yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't remember. Cross but like Weldon, Weldon Park. Yeah, something like that. It was like yeah. a 200-person venue. It was yeah, tiny. Yeah. Maybe maybe 250. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't big, but him and John, it was John C. and John LaBella when they were called the Johns. Oh, really? That's, what, that's yeah. what they went by. Oh, wow. And, you know, John C.'s your know, skinny, you know, pretty-looking yeah, yeah. skinny guy. And then John LaBella is your, like, typical pirate-looking dude. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's, I don't know how John else I would pirate or something? Or that's, someone described him as people, that? Excuse literally, me. that's how I was described to him. And I don't even know what he's doing. I ran into him a couple of years ago, John uh, John LaBella. Yeah, but I yeah. run into John C. actually every now and then. Yeah. Usually yeah. a laissez-faire. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you said your style is more like the, the stuff you produce is more like <laughs> mellow, kind of like... Yeah, like... Like, I how mean, would you explain if you have to, like, if people listening, how would you describe it? Well, I'm kind of trying it? to figure it out for myself, Okay. <laughs> so I uh, I signed a deal years ago with a major and uh, was kind of just making straightforward deep house kind of stuff yep. back in the day. And then during that period, I guess I just wanted to do something different. So I kind of just started experimenting with tempos and more mellow stuff kind of just came naturally. And then... After that deal kind of ended, now I've started doing the disco stuff. So I'm like, maybe I should be making more of that. So there's a ton of that I've been making that I've got, uh, but I'm also making that more mellow stuff. So I kind of just want to be eclectic where you don't really know what to expect. Just kind of you feel like you're producing a little bit of everything, but also when you play, you kind of feel like in a perfect set or like your ideal set, it's more like not specifically disco or not specifically mellow it's more like each set you kind of feel what the crowd's yeah, feeling dude, straight up yeah like i play all over the city i play hip-hop i play whatever you yeah. know reggaeton stuff like that all over but um you know house has definitely been my first love but yeah in in an ideal world i'd like to be able to play you know in any three given nights you'll hear three different sounds what's your That's musical good. background 
Um, well, I played. Did you pe- grow up playing instruments, piano? Yeah, I played piano from a really young age. My my grandmother is an organist in a church, and so she f- basically forced us That's all, it, eh? all to play <laughs> Sunday mass. Yeah, do or die. So, <laughs> or else you're not getting fed. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pretty much, yeah, got pu- pushed into that and did that as a kid for ten years, and then, and I guess I was like. 13 or 14 switched to guitar and then did that for about four years and then i got into production and now full circle i've just been relearning guitar and relearning piano and started playing a lot more of that stuff now have you found it's been tough to pick it up again or is it like have you lost it Does uh, it come back easier it comes back easier it's, it's like it's kind of like muscle memory you know like you you get back to it but i mean i don't really think i was ever that good at it period <laughs> to be honest so I'd like to get better for yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's, I mean, definitely the basis of that has been fundamental in, you know, teaching me a lot about music. Who are some of your favorite artists? Right now? Jeez. Actually, two questions. Who are some of your favorites? So- Wait. And then who are some of your inspirations? Okay, sorry, say that again. Person? Who are some of your favorite and then some of your inspirations when making or playing music? Okay. Uh, Genre-wise? Any, anybody. Damn, this is going to be tough. <laughs> I actually uh, had a question kind of like this that I'm going to hit him with after. Okay. Um, well, Bobby Love. Honestly, it just rolls off. I feel like it's like you're ready to like, you got to hear that on the radio. New track out by Bobby Love. Maybe one day, maybe one That's day. It. We'll see. Yeah. It's the dream. Yeah. Um, I don't really know, man. It's tough. Like I, I, I love hip hop. I, gr- I started making hip hop originally. So I just made like hip hopies. I still do. I produce hip hop for people. I produce R&B. I produce pop for pop artists and stuff wow. as well. So that's kind of more, I don't really share that a lot, but yeah, I yeah. do that for tons of people. And uh, so in terms of favorite artists, you know, there could be, damn, it's tough, dude. Okay, let me rephrase that. If we open your phone, which, which artists you have the most tracks from on your phone? Uh, well, I like like a lot of weird experimentally <laughs> electronic stuff. So like guys like Fortet, if you know who that is. There's also no. uh, a guy named Fortet. Who else? Floating Points is another dude. Another weird experimental <laughs> style stuff. <laughs> I just think it's like it's more. It's more as a producer, you know. Like I understand so much about sound design and sonics <laughs> and rhythms and everything that for me to hear something that I'm wowed by, I feel like that's what kind of catches me. So for the layman, I don't really know if my taste is going to be for everybody. Yeah, but, no, it's, it's all right. But I definitely really like like Rufus a lot as well. Oh, heck yeah. They're sick. Um, yeah, man. I mean, and then inspiration is kind of the same, I would say. But also there's like somewhat, a lot of it is underground, like I said. So some of the guys, one guy we booked at our party actually twice. His name's Black Loops. He's from Berlin. He's amazing. He's like old school dude. Older guy, just has like an amazing drummer, but he's super sick dude, and he's definitely been an inspiration as well. Jeez. Uh, yeah, we'll go That's with those. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure so, some more will come up. Yeah, so definitely. You, so you're saying thought. like you like more things that wow you, so does that mean like you're more wowed by things that are like unique that you hear and you're like, shit, like this is like, like you can't even classify it as a genre? like. How would yeah. you describe being wowed? Yeah, it's kind of just more, it's just the creativity involved, I guess. Whether it's down to the mixing, whether it's, you know, the sound design, whether it's the rhythm or something, it doesn't really matter. Just any of those things that kind of catch my ear as opposed to just being like the same structural yeah. verse, chorus, verse, bridge, you know, pop structure yeah, song yeah. kind of stuff. Do you find a lot of house music in the last, I mean... House has been around forever, but like the proliferation in North America, if you will, was like even from like 08, even a little before that when it started going more mainstream. Do you like, are you the type that still likes, like you can hear it and be like, hey, this is a good song, or are you more like, all right, I get it, they all sound the same, for reference to like Big Room or Progressive or like that type of stuff? Yeah, like, I mean, I think, I think music always is cyclical and just things, period, come and go, you know, when there's too much of something, it kind of, it just at some point it just all ends up sounding the same so for me that's why i guess yeah the stuff that's different or weird or new 
I'm like yeah. really inspired by. Okay. But I can definitely appreciate like a well-written song down to the vocals, the lyrics, the chord structures, the progressions, the, the drum selection and everything where that is like inspiring as well right so guys i guess it's kind of both yeah, yeah okay this yeah. might be a general question and like my old dj skills producer skills are kind of like fading me uh yeah i guess fading is the right word um <laughs> do you think that there's more songs that like so all the songs that go like you know whether it's a kai go or you know chains all these ones that go near the top of the charts typically yeah do you think more of them are they're there because they're well written or do you think more are there because it's like the brand and the name and all of that stuff? It's definitely both. Okay. Like in terms of writing a pop song that's good, it's really fucking hard. Like okay. from experience, <laughs> it's really hard to do. And so if you can do it really well and you have that song with the structure, the arrangement, everything, not to mention the brand, I mean... it's It's got to be both though. There's no way, like, I mean, there is a way, but I feel like... The only way that there's a song that can kind of blow up without having that existing brand is, in my opinion, it needs to be something new where you hear it for the first time. You're like, what is this? You yeah. Know? As opposed to hearing another song like a Kygo or Chainsmokers, not knocking them in any way. Yeah. But their stuff, you know, you kind they of have know, their sound. They have their sound. Right. So it feels familiar. Whether it's a good song or not is where that takes that song to the next level. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree because you think of like. Any Kygo song that comes out, you know it's going to hit the top 100 billboard. Of course. But if he's an amazing be, yeah, musician. He's, he's, he's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like, if he's got that banger, that's what the difference between being on top 100, top 10. Like, remind me to forget with Miguel. Mm -hmm. like, that was, I think, a top 10 one because, like, again, it was a banger. His mm -hmm. new album, again, great album, but I don't think any one song really... Stands out as much. Yeah, stood out. And that's why I'm curious because, like, you know... To the point, like, you know, you wonder, like, all these big mainstream songs, they get the radio plays. I'm Like, you know, you hear one, or you hear the ones that really stand out. You're like, hey, this song is a banger. You know, like, you can kind of hear the choruses and the chords and all that. You're like, hey, yeah. like, this makes you feel a certain way versus some. But then you also see, like, some artists just naturally up there. So all it's, the time. I guess, part of it, right? But then yeah. you get guys, like, when Martin Garrix came out with, like, Animals, that one was, like... That's a like, wow moment. What the hell? Like, what this is, is so this? weird. And that song was, like, everywhere for, for That's years. what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, even there's that new... Uh, that remix of that St. John guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm Rose. in Bach. Roses. Like, that so, song has 800 million streams. So we were it's, talking. it's eight times more streams than the original track. Do you, do like, you know that? He, insane, so the song, the original dude. came out in 2017, first off. Yeah, and I love that track, is, is like from a small town in Kazakhstan. So cool. And he's like, comes from like a family of like farmers. It's we were talking about this the other day. Like, just can't this song just put him on the map change the biggest life. it's arguably one you of the biggest cdm songs of the year oh absolutely or I guess for Last sure year, this thanks year, to tiktok man yeah. tiktok just and blew it's him the fuck absolutely up, massive and he's again comes from a i think it's a goat farming family <laughs> in kazakhstan that's absolutely nuts. <laughs> like how did you get into club music <laughs> yeah like just me and just, the goats raving baby yeah it's like all the famous the traditional I, I kazakhstani music and he's just like in the thing working everyone's calling him crazy yeah. no, now he's, he's the richest guy in his he, town he took no. uh, i think he took some music class over but i googled it and i well, i guess i wikipedia it so i maybe it's not 100 percent true but something to do with like a small town in kazakhstan i'm like man this is insane it's wild dude it's yeah. arguably it was arguably the biggest edm song of the year that's kind of it though it's like you know things hit in weird ways like you know you can have a great song written and it's not going to do as well as what you think so sometimes like there is an element of chance involved in that stuff yeah for sure yeah. well getting like having a tiktok viral song like that's kind of chance yeah like, some of them like okay jason Derulo's but literally now the music industry entirely sorry to interrupt is the entire industry is <laughs> Everybody's focused on that shit. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. So one person who's done a great job is like Jason Derulo. He has that song Savage Love and he made it and he's a huge on TikTok and he made it with the intention or I guess he made the dance that he does with the intention of going viral on TikTok. Same and with Drake, Tootsie Slide, right? Yeah, Tootsie Slide, same but thing. But see, are those good songs? Or are they like... So that's what, what I'm saying. Time I'm like, what, what defines that, a good yeah. song though? But that's okay. So uh. to be honest, like... Well, it's, 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 it's subjective. It's different to everybody. That's what I mean. But see, you said that he did it for that purpose, which to me would indicate that the song would not have been strong on its own. He did it to try and leverage a social media platform to make the song more relevant. Like to me, Tootsie Slide, I've heard of one. I think it's 
No offense, Drake. Like your songs are sick. It's trash. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Yeah, he's gonna fan. hear this. He's gonna can't. He's gonna cancel us. But it's. I think it's trash. <laughs> so he made a dance that he knew people would do. That gave it probably a little more. Also, any song that Drake comes out with is gonna be popular as a result of the brand. There's some songs yeah, that I agree. But like, see, making a song today, if you really want to hit it big, like okay, that I'm in Bach one, he probably didn't know it was going viral. But a lot of mm. people probably like you just said, Jason Derulo did it to go to TikTok to make it bigger. Is that really a good song? I think to, to answer your question on what makes a good song, a song should make you feel some sort of emotion or feeling. Yeah, and I think, I think so if you're we, writing a song with the intent of TikTok, then you're losing the value of what music truly is. It's so, like, but to what you said, it you should give you an emotion of feeling. Yeah. What if it makes you want to dance? That's still a feeling, though. That's Technically. what Jason Derulo's song makes you want to do. That or makes you want to... That's that, not a that feeling. To, wanting to dance is wanting to, like, to, to move. Yeah, but to move is not a feeling. It's an action. Like is there? A, it's like whatever song one makes you run. Just listen to a fast song that make you want to move. Doesn't make it really like. I think a feeling is an emotion. Mm-hmm. Dancing is not an emotion. Like emotion is like yeah. happiness, sadness, euphoria, yeah. like those kind of things. But again, it's, it's everyone thinks something yeah. different. Someone might hear that and think this makes me happy. Yeah, because that Jason Derulo song. Do I like it? No, but I think it's a top ten Billboard song. Yeah, I don't even know what song this is to be honest. I, I, haven't, ripping, I haven't heard. I'm it. ripping yeah. Jason Derulo. I've never heard this song. In my yeah, life. I. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I pull it up. I had no idea. My Run dad that. did the dance. What? My mom's like, "Do you see Fred? dad do the dance?" I'm like, "What dance?" And they're like, we, "During quarantine, we were all on TikTok. Me, and my mom, my dad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were having a, like, we did some funny videos and stuff. This is a song. Put no. it in the mic. Put it in <laughs> the mic. This is trash. <laughs> it's a top ten song right now. That's like a that's like a what's that, like a harmonica? And not, not even. <laughs> that sounds like a fake saxophone or something this is not it's a, a good top song. 10 billboard song <laughs> no. i can stop it there that when i heard the first <laughs> it's, it's pull it tell me i'm wrong <laughs> yeah I, yeah i agree i agree anyways it's yeah. subjective yeah i guess because we're looking up here i don't care what's in the billboards yeah. <laughs> but if you think it's that's a good indication of how well liked the song is yeah nah. I mean, I don't know, but that, know, that's the thing. Everybody's music taste is different. Right? I think like, it's different. It's I could be wrong subjective. with this, but I think where TikTok or Reels, one of them, does different is that when it gets a stream on TikTok, it counts as a stream on Spotify, which no other social media platform has done before. So making it a Billboard song just means a lot of plays, right? That doesn't mean it's a good song. Um, TikTok I don't, accounts? I, don't know I think so. Wow. I heard something recently that, I don't know if it's TikTok. I think it's TikTok. If you get a play on TikTok, this is going to, for sure, it's wrong. But when you get a play, it counts <laughs> towards like your actual count of like, your like your billboard. billboard. I know it does. Well, I know with streaming, they've officially done that for sure. Yeah, yeah. but is it maybe the same it's YouTube? As I don't know because it's like Instagram right. So what I'm saying is, TikTok if, if TikTok is the is the number one platform, social media platform on on uh, in the world right now, and it gets a lot of plays and shares, doesn't make it a good song. It means it's shared a lot. Yeah, so it's number Anyways, it's number one. one. I, I knocked off the baby's <laughs> rock star for number one in the UK. That's I can't crazy, find. Man. I need to find a. Mind you, that song's a banger too. All right, enough about, enough about Jason. Derulo. Yeah, enough about Jason. <laughs> I honestly like. Yeah. But yo, he actually did have a banger. Sorry, he had a banger one summer. What song was that? The one that we used to get made fun of for singing. <laughs> Cheerleader. No, that's not Jason Derulo. Anyways, no, Derulo. I'll remember at some point. But uh, that we got made fun of for singing. I get made fun of for singing. We used to do Snapchats too. We used to like, <laughs> yeah, Cheerleader was my Snapchat no, Jason song. Derulo. Anyways, whatever. Back yeah. to back to Bobby Love. Bobby Love. <laughs> Bobby Love. Uh, what's your what's I, did you have one? I was going to say, what's your yeah. favorite show that you've ever been to? Favorite show I've ever been to? Uh, when I was in Barcelona, I went to one Elro party and then another one. The first one we went to, we got picked up by a bus in Barcelona. We had no idea where we were going. They said, dress warm. <laughs> they drove us four hours in the bus to another region, or I don't know if it's a region or a different country called Andorra. It's a different, yeah, different region. And it's in the mountains. And we were on a helicopter pad and we saw Jack Master and Honey Dijon play out of hot air balloons. What? My girl, ex-girlfriend and, and I. Uh, yeah. But how did, oh, hold on, okay, I've not have a lot of questions with this. How did you <laughs> figure out about this party? Was it like, like, yeah, I just went on a, on a, there's a website called Resident Advisor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went on there and I was just like, you know, we were in Europe. I've never, I, this is the first time I went to Europe. So I was just like, I want to see if there's any cool events going on. And then I just saw this one and it was like limited capacity, recommended tickets. And all it was was this weird animated ad of like hot air balloons and shit. And I was like, You're like, all right, I'm in hot air balloons. I was like, okay, I trust these Elro parties are pretty wild. And then I saw the hot air balloon thing. I'm like, hmm. This might be worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, but a four-hour bus ride, like I'd be like, yeah, it was bad. It was like, bad. People were like, I'd be hung over by the time I'd be hung over by the time you get there. Yeah. It was. It, it, I had no. We had no idea where we were going, so we could we could have been. 
30 minutes to the beach could have been an hour away or something do they tell you like hey don't drink too much beforehand because then you'll pass out on the cap or the dude people ride? were doing everything under the sun on the bus. <laughs> there, was, on. there was like there was spanish people and english people from england and they were both like almost in a fight because the english were just smoking cigarettes <laughs> on the bus we get out at a gas station and we were just like going to get some snacks or something. The bus driver was so fed up with everyone. He almost drove off without us. My ex and I had to like run up, run up and like slam on the door to get Come in. On. I swear. Yeah, it was wild. And then you get this party. <laughs> okay, so then you get, wait, walk us through this. Because then you get to this party get, four hours later. Yeah. Best thing like, is this. My ex-girlfriend at the time was like, I told her it says dress warm. She decides to wear flip-flops. <laughs> we're in the mountains. It's raining. It's like. The climate change would be like, it was probably 30 degrees in Barcelona and it was maybe 11 degrees on this mountaintop and it's pouring rain. She's wearing flip-flops. She's having the worst time of her entire life. Obviously, yeah. And, and, and you're having a blast. I'm loving every minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got shoes, bitch. I'm fucking good to go. Yeah, like it was, it was wild. Fucking go. Yeah, but then obviously she's having a bad time. So I was going to have a bad time. Naturally, because if... They're not having fun. You can't have exactly, fun. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I had to, you know, use my brain and think of something to do. So I just, <laughs> in Andorra, nobody speaks English. We're on this helicopter pad and there's only one building on the helicopter pad. And it's where, I guess, the pilots are hanging out. So the first aid crew, all that is there. And I just basically figured, okay, we got to go inside and go see if maybe somebody, like some, one of the people working the staff or something, has an extra pair of socks. So we go, I use Google Translate to get into the building, get into the building. I buy the socks off the bartender for 40 euros. Shut up. <laughs> I take a plastic bag, put the bag on her foot, and then wrap the sock over top. And then we managed to have an amazing night the rest of the night. But it was like... <laughs> Gosh, 40 euros, though. I was like, damn, I can't believe Most I figured out how to do that. <laughs> Most expensive pair of socks ever. Oh, and immediately tossed out as soon as you get on the bus to go home. Yeah. But yeah. How long this, it was like a, like a two-hour set? They just like go for like... No, it was like, it was a full thing. So it ran... Basically, we arrived at like eight or nine, I think. We left at two in the afternoon and we got there around like eight o'clock. What? Yeah, it was crazy. And then when we finally got there, they said buses start leaving at 12. So you were basically stuck there for four hours. And this is why I kind of had to, you know, troubleshoot MacGyver it pretty quickly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we were stuck. In, uh, this is the story I needed today. You know what I mean? This is a good story. It's pretty wild. Yeah. But worked out. And then we just ended up bussing back, falling asleep on the bus. and That's it. Then we went to the actual club, Elro, the next day, which was pretty wild in yeah. itself. That was the real circus. I think. Yeah. I mean, Georgie. that was a circus in itself with that story. Like, <laughs> yeah. Shit, but yeah. Georgie, what's your favorite show you've ever been to? Uh, it's probably... El Rowan Amnesia, honestly, was one of my favorites because it was a song. Like, I don't know, there was the, the energy in there. And I remember, like, a couple months later, I heard, like, I would, like, have this, like, beat playing in my head. And like, I was like, I know this song. I tried to find it. For, like, months after this party, there was one song. And it was by, um, folks, it by Jack Beats or something. Anyways, I ended up finding it. But that party was, like, the vibe and the energy. And it's, like, very bouncy music. Um, I saw Black Coffee play at, uh, at Void and Mykonos, which is pretty sick. Wow, dope. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, big ones, Kaigo at Open Air Festival was wicked. Yeah, that was a sick one. And seeing, uh, who was it, Matoma or DJ Snake at Coachella, who brought out, DJ Snake brought out DMX. He brought out uh, some Spanish, I don't know, he brought a bunch of people out. DJ Snake is, like, notorious for that. But So that was, cool. I don't know, there's a few that, that come to mind. Yeah. That's wild, man. I don't have any stories like being on a helicopter pad and, and fucking getting stuck in the rain, but. Yeah, I mean, that, that was bittersweet story. It was more, the story is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the time was fun, too, but, like, you know, that definitely put a. That's a good first, Euro, first trip to Europe, star, like, story. Yeah, it was pretty That's a, you know, a movie Euro well, trip? Well, the first time we went to Barcelona, we had, my, my first time in Barcelona, was that time that guy bought us, like, all that champagne or something, like, some random wow, dude. Wow, we've never told that on the pod. Yeah. So, it was, we, we go to, to Europe uh, almost every summer, what club right? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Opium. Yeah. So, my birthday falls on Labor Day weekend basically every year. So, we usually, will leave the last two or three weeks of August. So we usually leave around the 20th and we aim to come back around my birthday. So maybe like the September 10th. So we do about two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. So you always, we always end up in Ibiza or Barcelona because that's the closest place home to fly from normally. 
So we were in, we just did Ibiza, I think. And then we had two or three nights in Barcelona. So we're four of us. It's me, George, uh, my brother, John, and another one of our buddies or ex-buddies, I guess. F Damn. that guy. <laughs> no, come on. Ex buddies. Yeah. So he said ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple exes like. in Barcelona. The story of exes. Yeah. This, this so on this episode of the Pell. <laughs> <laughs> so we. Uh, so one day we're like, let's go to Opium's. I guess the big club in Bar- Barcelona. Yeah. So we said, let's go. Okay, you know what? It's my birthday. Let's get a table. So we're four guys. I think it was like a thousand euros or something. We're like, yeah, whatever. It's not bad. Not a big deal. Whatever. Thousand euros. So we get a table in the, and then we get there, and it's like way in the back. No, it was less. It was like six. It was like five hundred euros, and we're like, let's save some money, and they put us in a table. So this gold table was the size of our. Yeah, booth. it was. And like, it was a row of those, and there was just all dudes. Like we looked down, I'm like, I'm like, can't we? Like, the worst Ricky's, time ever. I'm like, this is Ricky's birthday. <laughs> so I'm like, twenty like, fifth birthday or we something. We cannot like, be back here. Like, the next booth up was like maybe a thousand to the front row or something like yeah. that, a little mm. more. So yeah, we were like, you know what? Let's just do it. Whatever. It's like our last night. We just won't go out tomorrow night. We'll do a nice mm. dinner instead. So we upgrade. So we're, we're basically like the third, second or third best table in the club at this point. Yeah. Well, they said, or maybe it was a little more than, anyways, they, maybe a little more than a thousand, but they said like, you can go to this one or there's like one left on the dance floor and it's like elevated. You're literally like in the thick of it. Like it's yeah. one of the prime. There's like four of these in the club. So we're so, like, let's just do it, whatever. Yeah. We get this table and the guy beside us, it's one guy and then I think his girlfriend and her friend or something. So there's three people in this table, and they've got like three magnums, like a whole bunch of champagne, whatever. We're so we're sitting there, and we're just four dudes, right? So we have we're making small talk because again, we were pretty early. It's like only midnight or something. So the dude turns out he's from like San Fran. He's like some like I don't know trust fund. Said kid he or no, something. he said he sold he repaired cell phones for a living. Yeah, or something crazy. Like guy's just like, wearing like a $25,000 watch. Yeah, and and has like just like probably $20,000 worth of booze on his table. It's a lot of cell phones. So yeah. he looks at <laughs> us. Literally, he's like, I repair cell phones. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So he looks cool. at us. He's like, oh, what are you guys here for? It's like, oh, it's my birthday. Kind of end of the trip. He's like, all right, hang tight. All right. Five minutes later, sends out. No, this is, that's not exactly how it went down. How it do was you like, I don't remember. I remember because I remember why I remember that night because I was talking to the girl in the booth and I didn't really want to say this, but like, I was just like, just talking, making conversations with the girl and I, and I didn't realize it was the guy's wife. So I'm not, I didn't look at her hand that had like this massive ring. I'm just talking to her. She's sitting next to me and the guy's like looking at me, comes over. He's like, hey man, that's my wife. I'm like, sorry, man. Like, just like Honest talking. Mistake, yeah. But like, really, I was like talking. So the, the wife's like, no, they're Canadian. They're nice. He didn't mean anything. I was like, thank God. So that happened early. Then John came over and I thought John thought I was going to get in a fight. So John and him started like being like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's up? I'm like, no guys, like, it's cool. We're all cool. And the guy's like, okay, sorry, my mistake. John and him started like talking for like an hour. They just hit it off. And now it's like three, like this is like later than night yeah, goes on. Yeah, later. I remember it's later. And the guy was like handing us his bottles now. Cause like we, there's three of them. Like we can't finish it. So he's like handing us. I'm like, no man, like it's fine. Like we have booze here. He's like, do you guys like champagne? I'm like, yeah, like, whatever. We drink it. He's like, here, drink some of this. And I'm like, okay. He had like Dom or something. And he's like, you guys like champagne? We're like, we're like, yeah, I guess. I mean, we'll drink it. He's okay. Hang on a second. I'm like, man, like don't do it. Like don't get us anything. It's fine. He's like, no, no, just hang on, hang on. It's like three thirty. Like the club's starting to clear out a little bit. And like then five minutes later, we see a train of like champagne Magnum, bottles, like Magnums, Magnums of Moe coming through, like seven or something. <laughs> and and he I, basically, I thought it was three because we each had no, one except it was John. Four and a then, bottle of Cristal at the end that he took. Oh, because then John came back and he's like, "Why didn't I get one?" And he was like, "Hang tight." Ordered him one. Okay, maybe it was three, but he yeah. also ordered a bottle. Anyways, it was like. Right, and we're a lot younger too, so like you see this, you're like, what the hell? It was a lot. Like I have a picture of me just. And he holding handed like us each a bottle, amount. each a magnum of Moe. We're like, dude, what are we gonna do with this? And yeah. Like we're leaving in 30 minutes, and he's like, you better drink it. I'm not wasting that money. If you don't drink it, I'm gonna like pour it on you. We're like, all right, man. I don't know. I can't remember if we drank it. Maybe we I did because I don't remember the whole rest of the story. Yeah, but that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the story differently, so I obviously don't. I drank mine. I guess. That's how I remember at least. Yeah. I remember John didn't have one. I think we walked out of the club with, with a couple or whatever. Probably. I remember John didn't have one. He looks, he's like, where's mine? Like jokingly. <laughs> and then the dude's like, all right, one more bottle. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, yo, you sure you, you just repair cell phones? And he's like, yeah, man. I was like, all right, true. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> thanks, was. Uh, thanks for the. He works at breeze. Apple as like the chief repairer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah, man. Exactly, like that yeah. was a pretty, that was, that was our first night in Barcelona. That was pretty That crazy. was a crazy one. That's I think sick. when I think of crazy parties too, I, rem- I think about uh, open air, the broken nose slash like when I remember I fake worked there. Oh, where's I, open air so it's they do Sorry. them a bunch of places though I think I think there's like open air is like the name of the, the festival they yeah. do what the one we went to was in Zurich so it's a one oh, sick. and the second night we were there we were pretty lit and we I basically snuck backstage <laughs> so stupid 
and like I'm I'm on one at this point, and I'm like tar- I'm like not even wearing my shirt at this point too. Like I'm clearly like <laughs> wasted, and I told they're like, oh, you can't be here. I'm like, no, it's good. I work for I work for Open Air. I'm the social media team. No, like, oh, sick. So I'm backstage with like the food vendors, the like the bar, like behind the stage, <laughs> and I'm just videotaping everything. Like, man, you can't be here. I'm like, no, no, it's social media. Like, I'm good. I'm out to be here. Smile, and they be like, oh, yeah. they grab me, like smile, like give me burgers. So then one security guard came up to me, was like, yo, man, you gotta go. And I'm like, no, man, I'm social media. Like, it's cool. He's like, no, you gotta go. I was like, no, you gotta go. Like, I'm social media. He's like, bro, get out. That aggressive like, grab to take when you're lying. So to you. <laughs> you're gonna commit to that one. So I'm walking out. He doesn't look. So I grab a bottle of um, Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan's. And I see. I find Georgie. It's just me and Georgie at this point. No. Okay, finish the story. I'll tell you yeah. this, the funniest series of text messages I've ever gotten so in my life. So we meet each other. We meet each other up, and then I'm, we're like, hey, we can't just drink it straight. We need coke, right? So he goes to the bar to pick up some like balls of coke. And we come back and security grabs me. They're like, that's it, you're out. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, man. He's like, you can't, you stole this. I was like, what are you talking about? And I bought it. And he's like, no, you gotta go, you gotta go. So as I'm getting like basically grabbed by my neck by like a security guard, and I'm like, I'm texting George, I'm like, yo, I just got caught. Like, what do I do? Do I run? Do I do I stay? Do I like what do I do? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, you mixed up anyways, that's kind of what happened. But it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Cause I'm like, well, <laughs> on the other side, they actually got caught in the actual thing with the booze. And you yeah, meant and to meet me, you ran, not when the security caught you. You convinced the security you bought it, and no. you're like, Okay, let me back up a sec. Sorry, because this, this was funny. You were you were like I'm behind the booth. I'm like Snapchat. You were sending me Snapchat. Yeah. And you're like, shit, they're on to me, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, first of all, I'm like, how's this guy texting and stealing booze and recording? And then you're like, I'm making a run. Should I run? Yeah. Should I fight the security guard? And I just, just so had a roll. And I was like, Rick, I had no idea where he was. So I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I, I was, I was, I eventually got kicked out of the backstage because I didn't have a pass, nothing. I'm just like a normal tarpless dude at this point. Like, yeah. clearly drunk, but like, whatever. Yeah. So I'm on the like in the dance floor, or, like I'm in the main area of like the festival. You ran back where right, I got Dylan caught. Francis. You ran yeah. back, security grabs you, yeah. and you convinced them, which I was super so, impressed that he convinced yeah, security paid for it. And they're, they're like, like "Where'd you, you booth? Where'd you pay for it?" He's and like, I'm no, like, "I swear, right there." Yeah. Right there. So I, I literally look at the bar. I'm like, "That bar you right there." Yourself backstage. Wait, like, listen, yeah, listen. Yeah. They're like, "Man, we don't sell bottles." I was like, "Look, I'm from Canada, and Canada, North America, bottle service is a real thing." I'm like, I gave that that bartender, like, which one? I'm like, bro, they all look the same, like, blonde, blue-eyed. Are you, what are you kidding? I'm like, one of those men at that bar, I paid 100 euros. If you're going to steal the bottle, give me my 100 euros yeah. back. And the guy kind of felt bad. So they, like, called, okay. they called, like, their, sec- their manager or something. So he's like, look, man, you got to go. I'm like, man, I'm not leaving. If that is this BS. He's like, I'm Canadian. We're the back. nicest people. I'm like, if you're, you're going to take my bottle, I want my money back. He's like, okay, hang tight. Goes, grabs the, um, like a little uh, plastic, plastic cup, yeah. pours out this basically an entire bottle into like <laughs> a cup like this. Like, um, like a jug, whatever. Yeah, like a regular cup. So I like, find Georgie back and I'm like trying to tell him this whole story. I'm like, I'm again, I'm on your one. tree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that, uh, was, that was the funniest series of math. I thought yeah, I was going to have to build guy to jail in Zurich and like, and then the next night, I broke my nose. Like in Zurich, probably nice, probably nice, Sweden, yeah. probably Switzerland, Switzerland, gorgeous. I'd imagine. Was, it, was, was this the night before I broke my nose or after? Same I, night. Is the same night that yeah, I broke my nose? Yeah, because we're in the Dylan Francis oh, Moss. Yeah, Dylan Moss. Man, I have a better memory than you, I think, because I remember it like almost same, but it was like right after. I just took a crazy turn that night. That was a good trip. Anyways, Damn. anyways, a crazy Bobby Love. <laughs> I got another question to hit you with. What's your What's your dream set to play? Like one party or one set or one show or one club. Probably, yeah, like Ibiza or just pretty much anywhere in Europe, man. Mykonos, Ibiza, just those vibes. Day. Scorpio Sundays. Let's go. Imagine him playing Sign Scorpio Sunday. Ooh. That'd be groovy. groovy. Yeah. That's a great party. <laughs> Somewhere like that would definitely, you know, it's the dream. The, the music there is just so much more well-received. I yeah. Think, like, People appreciate it. Especially for the sound that I, I play. It's like, it's much more. Well, what's the best, like your favorite show you've ever played? I did play Dreams last year, which was pretty sweet. Oh, that's That was sick. cool to play, yeah. Um, Bobby Love just sounds like a headliner name, too. You know, like Bobby Love. <laughs> Love it, man. And then, uh, yeah. I don't Ricky know. Love. Oh. That's not as good. No, <laughs> Definitely not. not as good. And you were not musically talented. No, zero. You were, like, musically illiterate. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, yeah. Anyways, I can tell you I every am, song on Ricky's, on Ricky's uh, Spotify or iTunes, whatever you have right now. <laughs> I got, like, six Kygo. What? Okay. Jason Derulo. Yeah, sure. yeah, honestly. No, no, I don't like that song. <laughs> girl, you're the one. Want to want me, whatever? That was That's Jason Derulo. Yeah. yeah. Want I you want, to want you. you we had 2015, it was like, oh, we always Snapchatted it and everyone mimicked us. I guess I got a bad memory, yeah, I guess. Your memory is failing you, buddy. 
You're uh, you're reaching your past your peak right now. All this all this partying and kicked in the face at parties is yeah, catching yeah, up. Yeah, a couple you. broken noses. Yeah, he got, kicked, he got booted in the fucking what? face. At, after he sold that bottle, we were in a mosh pit. I got like this is hours now. later. Yeah, you got kicked in the face. So let's tell the story. He so. puts so he, he there's like we're at Dylan Francis at open air. This is like immediately after he convinces the security guy, gets the bottle, pours it. It was a water bottle or something, whatever. No, something like big. Like that, yeah. So he's like where he's like in a mosh. He's like going in, takes his shirt off. I'm like, first of all, why is your shirt coming off? You can go with a shirt on. It's his mosh pit. So he's jumping around, and he, I have this video, and he's like bouncing off. And I'm head. controlling the mosh pit. Though. I, mean, I don't know what that. Is. It looks like you're just punching dudes in the face. I was controlling. He that. puts the drink down. And he's like bouncing. He would like take a drink, put it down. Another guy would come in, and then a pinata came out of nowhere. I, gra- I was on, I grabbed the okay. pinata and I put it down. And as I put it down, a guy went to kick it, but his shin swiped my face. Like oh. square in the nose. No, it was basically like perpendicular. So he's kicking, I'm down like this. And basically his shin just actually just took off my nose. Yeah. So I get Jeez. up and I was like instant blood. And I've never been in a, like an actual real fight in my entire can't life. can't see a thing. No, no. I was, I literally got up and I just see blood everywhere. And I look at this kid. I, not a kid. <laughs> you. A young man. I'm like, I'm going to kill you. you. I'm like, you kick me. He's like, no, I didn't. I punched him in the face. But yeah, he just goes and smokes. He's like, what? I didn't do it. And then it was so like, then, wait, it was that so guy. So I punched, I punched this kid. And like, he's like, whatever. My size a little bit skinnier, right? It's not like it's unfair like you kick me in the face i'm yeah. gonna punch you back Absolutely. so i punch this guy and his buddy looks like man it wasn't i'm like it was effing you punch <laughs> this guy and then i'm looking around i'm like all right and everyone's looking at me at this point because i'm bloody just got kicked Canadian in the face assaulting, a, assaulting a bunch of swiss <laughs> i'm like all right where's george i'm gonna get out of here yeah we should start b landing out and then i had yeah, to try I fix my, i don't even know if my parents are uh, sorry mom shut if you didn't everyone's probably heard that i think that's what happens sorry. in switzerland mom that's it. <laughs> it's like Swiss is like the like the most like docile country too, yeah. isn't it? They're like the the, the like Geneva earlier that morning we're at like a chocolate tasty, the lint chocolate acting. Never yeah. forget. Uh, so <laughs> <I> wanna, <laughs> so the jump back to you said before you were on a major. Are you on a? Do you are you with a record label now? Do you have anything in the works going on? Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff. I mean, COVID's kind of slowed it down a bit. I've been cut more more or less for the last year or so. I've been kind of doing more the production side for other people so i just had a track with uh kaiza on her oh, album yeah. that just dropped sick her album's dropping actually friday so that's cool um shout out when this is oh yeah sick everyone shout out to that. go check it out it's out now yeah. <laughs> by the time you're listening to this the song's out and then i got a track what's it called sorry uh, it's called love me with your lie but that's it's her song i just produced it wrote it with her yes sick so yeah super sweet go girl. check it out yeah but uh, did that, and then I got a track with this guy named Elderbrook. If you know who that is, oh yeah, yeah, he did the Cola track. Yeah, yeah. So I got a track oh, on his that's album. A cola, he did the Cola Camel remix of the original. He's the singer on it. Oh, that's sick! Yeah. So yeah. I got a track on his album banger. coming out soon. Wow. And then yeah, just more stuff like that. Just did a new writing camp. Just producing kind of everything, right? Can you? So. Uh, we had Nick Enriquez on uh, maybe a month ago now, a month and a half Something ago. Like that, he was yeah. talking about writing camps, but I just. Don't is it just like you get a bunch of musicians get invited to a place and you just make music together? Is that what they are? Yeah, like more or less they just there I think there was like sixty people worldwide uh on this one. And they just uh we well because of COVID we all did Zoom, which is super weird. Yeah. But it still worked in the end. But anyways So what do you do? I guess you're all on the Zoom call and you all just like throw out ideas at yeah, each they, other like they just, about this sound. Yeah, they just kind of the people that bring you out for it just kind of categorize you with different artists that they think you might fit with so they had a songwriter with me i'm the producer and then they had a singer that was a songwriter as well and then we just all write the song and kind of make it on the spot and then we just kind of do it as fast as we can and then the onus is kind of on the producer to finish the record but yeah that one was kind of more so for for syncs which is for tv and uh and ads and stuff okay. but then there's a couple that have worked out for the artists as well can't really say anything about yeah. those yet but okay. yeah. when you show yeah. up to one of these writing camps do you have like a couple ideas that you've already got in mind or is it just go there and go with the flow yeah so this is the first one i've done like i definitely want to do more there was they were telling me they did some in like nicaragua and costa rica which sounds pretty pretty oh, tight it's pretty sick yeah so i'm definitely down to yeah. go and do those <laughs> Just bring me out, please. Shout nice. out. Yeah, Bobby 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 doesn't even know that, but that's our thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they, uh, the where, was guns. where was it? Where was it? About Nicaragua, Nicaragua and uh, Costa Rica. Yeah, but yeah. Are you expected to go down to those writing camps? Like to Ricky's point, 
do you have to go then that she like start from scratch can you bring stems down or like some stuff you've worked that's, on that's what it was right so <laughs> basically they sent me out an email for each day and they would do it the day of they wouldn't tell me who i'm working with so one day you know could be someone huge i'm working with someone smaller whatever and it ranges but more or less uh each day we're kind of given a pitch so it's uh, they say this is the type of energy we want to you know happy energetic um whatever yeah upbeat daytime upbeat tempo and they kind of give you a category of certain you know things they want you to hit when you focus on writing the song so it kind of helps as opposed to just being hey three random people good luck you know otherwise you don't know what each other's tastes are or what you know it's so subjective so they kind of direct you in a way where you can kind of you know dance around that but it definitely helps and yeah it was it was a super challenging it was five days in a row of just every day was different so one day i did like some r&b stuff the next day i did like uh some more edm kind of stuff one day i did like some funky disco stuff and uh, you know every day was completely different so it was and you only found out when you were in the session of that day so say tomorrow i was going in i'd get an email right now saying here's who you're with here's the style so you have no time to really prepare so all you just wrap your head around kind of okay like this is what i have to do maybe i can try this but you really can't prepare anything or do anything like premeditated no and it's like i mean i i generally (coughs) like to just write with people in person that way Mm -hmm. always like i always get asked to send beats send beats send beats but i just i hate doing that because it's kind of like it's more of a collaborative like approach yeah and it's just if if you do just make beats not to knock that process at all but for me it's more so i just find it limiting because it's kind of like it's russian roulette almost or crapshoot it's like how do I know that you're going to like this beat, even though I think this beat is the dope, you know, my favorite song, your favorite song and your favorite song are going to be three completely different songs. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of difficult to, I feel like it, I I don't know, the success rate is lower than when you're in the room with someone and you just write off of the vibe, the energy, the emotion, the subject matter and everything. It kind of flows a little bit better. As the producer, is it so, on that point like you can send it out and like if someone has a different vision than you a different sound a style they're not going to see it the same way you do but let's say you produce like the sickest beat you're like this is going to be a banger or this is going to be a, like a good groovy track and i can see where i want it to go is that the, on the onus of the producer or the songwriter like it's kind of both because like <clears throat> you know some songs the vocal is everything the okay beat, you know is just a bass line and a drum it's like there's next to nothing in it so it kind it varies time to time. I would okay. say, like sometimes it's the song is more the forefront. Other times the beat is definitely a lot, and the onus is on the producer. But in general, I think the role of the producer, in conjunction with the artist, is to kind of see, hear the finished product. Right? Like okay. I can hear it when I'm making it, of whether, you know, it's finished or not, and I nothing's ever finished. Right. But you know, you know when it's at least close enough to yeah, release. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and yeah. I guess at that point, that's so sending it out, just sending this, like you know, the the beats or the stems or the unfinished product to say, take this and go run with it. Like it's kind of limiting because like they don't. Then you have this vision of what you want it to be, and then they're just like, let me guess or let me put my spin on it, and it might change it entirely. Yeah, there's no shame in that as well. I just, I, I, at least for me, creatively, you know, I do this because I love it. I don't do it because you know I'm trying to just get rich quick because it's definitely not the way. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I just find it more rewarding when it's, you work with someone, especially when you're, you both get along creatively. It's like the tastes, they match. It's, you know, it's magic. It's like, it's just such a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there one style, one genre you've produced in the past that you would never kind of get into again? Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hit us. Just like, well. Before I became Bobby Love, I was under a different name. What was it? I'm not going to say. Come <laughs> on. Hey, George, give, him, give him yours first. I told him. Giv- oh, before Givon B. Oh, that, well, Givon B was back. She wasn't bad. Givon B is sick. So Givon, before I started, yeah, Givon B, before that, it was Dead Beats with a Z. 
Oh, wow. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Um, <laughs> before that was like, I think I jumped between like Curious George or Gorgeous George or something when I yeah. first, first broke in. <laughs> Gorgeous George, baby. I mean, that was, that was talking about an eagle. That's talk. like pretty close to Bobby Love right there, man. <laughs> yeah. We should Bobby, go Imagine a back-to-back Gorgeous Bobby George, Bobby Love. Love. That's Gorgeous fire. George. I'm in, man. Honestly, fire, I could probably bro. fuck with some disco music. I think I could... Man, I've DJed Amigo, so I think I can do it. Let's go. Yeah. Low key, hey, George, my own. I mean, after the party, but George, you were good at <laughs> you were good at reading a room. That's what you were good at. Near the end, I talked about yeah. this. With, we talked about that with Ollie. Is that like you know, I was Ollie? Know Ollie. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, I Ollie. I never forget. He's the one that told me like when I first started like getting big, it was like kind of a quick rise. Getting I was playing big. like well, listen, I was playing <laughs> no, like no, I, I was opening London, for like yeah. the biggest guys. I opened for like Ingrosso, Calvin Harris, that life, like all these guys. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was like. You thought I thought I earned my way there. Realistically, I was a big fish in a small pond, and I'll never forget like one show I'm playing Max Vangeli. Like I'm like playing like banger after banger. Max Vangeli's going next, and he taps me. He's like, he's like, hey, buddy. He's like, do you mind bringing it down? Bring a bit? it down like, a bit. You're yeah. like 128. You're playing yeah. like all the songs I'm going to play. Don't show me up, bro. Yeah. And Ollie comes over. He's like, yo. He's like, you gotta like. He's like, you're good, but you gotta like like read the room a little better and like take me on a journey. And then from that point on, I got a bit. That's better, it, bro. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, man, I can make a comeback. I do miss it sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, you find, you get the itch yeah. here and there. Like, I haven't really DJed during COVID. I was, you know, I was playing every weekend, you know, or every week, three, four times a week. So oh. to go from that to not DJing at all, it was a nice break for a little bit. But, I mean, after we're playing the boat party with Ryan and everything. And yeah. I just we're we're going to be doing a, uh, like, a summer kind of Pals podcast thank you party. So when we do, we're going to set up the decks. 100%. Got Jivon B, Bobby Love, for you Ryan Shepard, Bobby Love, Bobby Love, and Ryan Shepard. That'd be a sick party. That yeah. would be dope. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm probably not gonna play because I would just play bangers, and you guys would be like, "What the fuck's wrong with this guy?" <laughs> uh, but on that point of not playing, have you? Did you take a break completely aside from that party? And are you looking to like? Are you gonna start playing maybe like some live streams? Do you, do you release any like any mixes or anything that kind of keep you busy until the until the clubs come back? Yeah, like I've I've just been producing, man. Like I've been just producing for tons of different people, writing okay. stuff for myself, just trying to work things out. Like I got a ton of stuff releasing with a lot of different artists, and mm-hmm. then a lot of my own personal stuff where I'm in talks with different labels and people that I'm kind of negotiating which direction I want to go and stuff so it's all kind of you know it's it's working out but it's it's a process yeah, yeah. Pieces. so that's your focus more so now focus on all this stuff getting as much content I guess as you can versus you know playing like show like live streams or releasing like lo- like sets and stuff like that yeah I mean I've, I've been a DJ for a long time and I've been a DJ in the city for a long time and it's fun and I love that but I want to be a little bit more creatively uh, allowed to do what I want yeah. and play what I want, which definitely the laissez-faire party is is one of those things, which I feel super fortunate to be able to give in that opportunity. And, and that been, Sunday party is, in my opinion, the best Sunday brunch party in the city. Thank you. Yeah, I will like, definitely race. say that. It's been, it was pretty crazy, man, before... Before COVID, it was... And even the one in February, I was there in February, and like yeah, the front windows just all wild. fogged. There was lineups like down oh, the street. Man. Wait, did, we, am I, did I zone out there? Did we get the answer of the genre you don't want to produce ever again? No. <laughs> and not, we didn't even get the name either. I, I, thought we name. And we I just, yeah, I just realized, I'm like, wait, did we segue somewhere there? I feel like I missed something. Unless oh, I just like... The gorgeous out. George got us. Yeah, he, you, you pulled a quick one on us. Do you not want to... If you don't want to answer, no, we don't got fine, it. it's fine. I, I don't know. I kind of did like a little bit of... Just like the cheesy EDM stuff and like big room, like big progressive room stuff. Well, not even progressive. Like progressive, I think is great. Just some of the more corny stuff. And then I went a little bit trancy for a bit, which I wasn't, uh, you know, not the most proud of. <laughs> okay. I don't even know if you can find this shit anymore. And then is it under your old alias? Actually, the first track I ever made, I'm embarrassed of, but a lot of my boys from back home, it's their favorite song I've done. Really? Like, yeah. But like I, actually, that like. Like it's their favorite because I think it it's hilarious the song that I did, but it's also just nostalgic I think. Okay, okay. But it was the first track that I actually like released and I did it for my buddy as a joke, okay. because he's an actual fan of Creed. It's a big fan, so I remixed Creed at the time, and that's on YouTube. But you know. <laughs> can we find it? Are we gonna? Are we, you you definitely can. Creed remix. Creed remix. Bobby Love. No, it's Moniker was my old name. Which Moniker, is, which stands for alias. So M O N I K E R. Yeah, 
And so yeah. I was, if you look up Creed, I don't even remember what song it is. Creed moniker like remix, you'll we'll find we'll it. We'll find yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be there. Link in bio. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, that that's definitely something I'm, uh, and I don't remember the password to that YouTube anymore. <laughs> Just so. there forever. Do you know what the problem is? Hey, yes. That happens. Like even our Crown Entertainment Instagram account. So I used to, like I said, I ran a nightlife company called Crown Entertainment. Yeah. And we had a, we used to have an Instagram account with, I don't know, not a lot of followers, a couple hundred followers, maybe 500 or something. But again, when we started the pals, I was like, oh shoot, I should just take over that Instagram. That yeah. Instagram. It's mine. I built it. I should take it. So I go to log in. I can't do it. I'm like, oh, shit. So I messaged my buddy that I, I ran crowns with. I'm like, Moretz, what's the password? Because I don't know. You had it. I'm like, okay, well, like, let's try. And for, I do forget my password. It takes me. It sends me an email to an email that doesn't exist anymore because we stopped paying for the website. Yeah. So it's like ricky at crownden.com. And I'm like, I don't have that email. So it's basically lost now. Yeah, I have no idea yeah. how to get it back. You have a lot of followers there? Probably like 500. We took the we took the Facebook page and made it like our pals. <laughs> so I took it. If you go to the pals Facebook page and you scroll down, maybe a, like a couple months, you just photos. all like nightclub photos. <laughs> I was too lazy to go on a race, and plus probably I kind of like them. We gotta clear that, man. Well, if, you know what? When we get big, when the pals <laughs> podcast takes off, then I'll then there I'll clear it. Yeah. So um, obviously, you talked about production stuff coming coming down the pipeline, yeah. like. What's next for Bobby Love? I mean, Bobby Love. What are you? Uh, just more of that stuff, man, and just trying to travel. Yeah. Just go work in different countries and work with as many different artists as possible and just, you know, continue to be diverse and work in all these different worlds. And I just want to be creatively stimulated, I guess, That's is awesome. the way to, to word it. Yeah. When you start, like, these songs that you're working on and releasing, do you, when this happens, does everything kind of go through the label or do you take it upon yourself to like, you know, your dreams to play like in Ibiza or, or Barcelona or Mykonos? Do you then say like, do you start reaching out to people or does that like, how does that typically I work? I definitely should do that more. Okay. <laughs> I think I'd probably, shoot your shot. probably be a lot better or a lot further if I did do that more. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm more or less a hermit just working in my studio every day by myself and or with some people. But yeah, now I have, uh, I have some people help me out nice. in terms of, I think that's kind of the manager's job to yeah. kind of get that stuff going. It's yeah. good. You're a creative, right? It lets you stay, focus on, you know, making the magic and, and building yeah, it, all that. It's and crazy. I actually just find it like, it's like some crippling social anxiety thing yeah. where like, I just don't feel confident or comfortable like me flexing myself, you know? Yeah. I'd rather like other people, like you guys saying this flattering shit about the party and whatever, like <laughs> it speaks for itself. Like, yeah. Like yeah. my yeah, art no, makes does, sense. yeah. So well, that's why I mean, like, that's kind of how we, our dynamic is. Like, I personally, not that I'm creatively talented, but I'm all like, I can do the techno stuff. I like to edit and all that. Like, I don't like making small talk on on social yeah. media. Whereas, yeah. like, Rick, like, like he'll shoot a shot with Don. Like, if it's all Donovan Bailey, like all these athletes, and, like, I don't, I don't mind. I can do it, but it's more so like, you know what? I'd rather just like focus on this stuff. I like to be the creative side. Yeah, but that's and why I, we have Chelsea on board now. There you go. Shout, shout out, us, to shout Chelsea. out, Chelsea. Hey. Help us, help us get this thing bigger. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's all, it's yeah, all well, kind of hard. Bobby Love, this is the part where we usually start to wrap up. So we want to say thank you for coming on. And thank you guys, uh, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're this a great awesome, guest. Man. And I'm definitely looking forward to when brunch parties are allowed and real brunch parties, not these ones where you have to sit at your table, you can't mingle, you can't dance, can't do anything. So, or you can, yeah. You know, you can get up and enjoy the music and make some friends, mingle, and just have a good time with good energy and good music. So when that does happen... Your pals, we will be there. 100%. Let's go. Bells and whistles. We'll plug it. We'll tell everyone. Yeah, I mean, never mind just that show, any show, like yeah. whatever. I mean, obviously, we want to get out and see you play. And, yeah, I appreciate um, that. Anything yeah. that comes out, too, like, let us know. We'll, we'll give you a shout out. Like, I want to hear some of that music. Yeah, yeah. it'll be coming coming soon. So well, we'll, awesome. we'll stay, stay tuned. tuned. <laughs> but yeah. um, we've got two questions we, we normally ask every single guest. Mm -hmm. uh, the first, if there is a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? be anybody from any point in time like what am i basing my opinion off of here i don't know <laughs> i've been told i kind of look like the dude from smallville a little bit i've i've heard that in the past i don't What's know if that's name? really real at all but i think I maybe just smallville. just out of that he might might fit but out of yeah Let's go with that guy. That guy. <laughs> Do you know? Not, wait, not that he's like the name? dopest dude or anything. Like no, no, no disrespect <laughs> to him. But like, yeah. Okay. While well, he's looking at him, I got a question. 
If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Uh, work harder. Just work harder every day. Just don't, you know, take time for granted and just do it every day, all day, as much as you can. I wish I did do it more earlier when I started doing it and just worked harder earlier on and whatever. But Sound advice. Yeah. Coming from a guy who said he's a hermit locks up in the studio saying go work harder. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I'm doing it now instead of, you know, yeah. touring. Yeah. Well, that's stuff, it, man. Keep your nose to the grindstone. I'm sure it's going to That's it, man, yeah. The guys from Smallville is Tom Welling. There we go. I, see, I can see it. A little bit. I mean, I don't know. The eyes, yeah. I, see, oh, I, I don't see know. It. Yeah. He's got a big head. I got a big head. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this guy's got a big head. George, bro, this thing's on like two straps. Man. I don't know. That's yeah. me too. That's yeah. me too. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Shout Let's out. Go. Let's go. Um, Bobby Love. Big head, big brain. That's how we're creative, yeah. buddy. That's it. <laughs> Gorgeous George and Bobby Love. Back to the back. B2B, baby. <laughs> uh, Bobby Love, people want to find out more about you. Uh, what you're doing new music where should they go uh instagram at bobby love facebook made by bobby love stuff like that that's pretty much it well we'll share sick. all the links or uh, spotify i'm on spotify media, yeah. apple music all that stuff as well oh share all the links sick yeah. perfect wicked i guess that's it again yes. thanks again for coming on yeah, it's been a blast it, some good stories and, uh, yeah, yeah got some, i'm definitely ready to like get out and go like dance oh party. yeah oh man yeah, yeah. i'm stoked let's <laughs> get some jason derulo on at the party <laughs> actually, actually ryan and i are playing up in muskoka this weekend which, shut up yeah we're gonna do another live stream we're playing on a rooftop of a taco place Heck yeah! What, what day you guys? Can you like what day of the week? Can you on Sunday. I actually might go up north. This maybe on Sunday for the day. I'll drive by. Yeah, up there. Yeah. Where, where are you going? Uh, my my parents got a place up at like Simcoe, so okay. it's not that far up. But we're in Port Carling, so if okay. you can make it out, then let's there's go. There's probably only not one fan. Yeah, there's probably <laughs> only like one taco place in Port Carling too. So there is. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's on the water. It'll be it'll be cool. We. Well, the yeah. sound travels too on the water. Good, We're right? excited, yeah. yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, fucking Miss DJ. All right, <laughs> I guess that's it, Bobby. Again, thanks Sweet. for coming on. It's been a blast. And uh, signing off, pals. Peace. Peace. See you later. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain, and I don't remember all of my mistakes and every high. Got alone, no one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright.